1: Sean J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good
2: morning, guys. Yo. What's up, baby?
3: You got the, uh, the two-on-two tro- trophy that we won as a want, team. I just want people to know that we're champions. Mm. Everything that we do, I we see. win. Win, 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 win. Just you know, just a little Alan Hahn and who was the other guy we played against? Who was the other guy? Bart. Oh, Bart. I have seen yeah. Bart in a minute. Uh oh. Yeah, i seen
2: Bart. Is Bart i seen old? Bart pretty recently. I just hadn't seen yeah, yeah. him.
4: Like, I hadn't personally seen him. Yeah. Because I've been on the West Coast, and then he hadn't been on the shows
3: Yo, like yeah, over yeah. the last several months. Yo, Bart came with the. Bart had two ankle braces on each ankle. <laughs> well, first of all, they challenged <laughs> Jay Will that. to a basketball game. What do you think is going to happen? challenged me and Key and I. Yeah, but 13. still, you're on the. That's no, you like. Shoot, go ahead. <laughs>
2: There's a Simpsons You're episode where Barney Green-like. picks a fight with Joe Frazier. He like Barney, you know the drunk at the bar in the Simpsons. Joe Frazier's in the bar and he just starts talking mess to Joe Frazier. Oh, let's take it to the alley, Joe Frazier. That's kind of what it is when they started talking
3: to you about basketball. Hey, Jay, will let's go play basketball. What do you think's going to happen? We we tried to pivot that into like a quarterback wide receiver con- contest. They didn't want no part of that. Yeah, I'm but, good. I was trying to get some other contests going on around here, like 3 point shooting contests. <laughs> JJ best, The best You were supposed to play Stephen A, I thought. he had been running from me ever since. The best about I keep that, trying to chase that. him down. I'd be sending him texts. Nothing. Nothing. Is that good? That's that may not be a good sign for me.
2: What what I loved about <laughs> listening to those guys Barton Hahn when they were when they were entering is that Bart really talked Alan Hahn into right? Like, Alan was Alan not trying to yeah. challenge anyone, but Bart <laughs> kept talking. My friend's not scared of you. And I was like, what are you doing? Are Bart you came doing? out ready to go, though.
3: Alan yeah. had a couple of videos of him trying to dunk the ball. Key and I didn't believe it. Somebody splicing together the video.
4: <laughs> oh, that was fun times. All right. You know who else isn't winning at basketball? All right. All right.
2: Tim Legler had some words.
4: Yeah, because Frank, he just turned the dial on you. Frank's yeah back. no 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 Frank's we were back. Kind of, hey Frank wasn't we that enough sports two
2: minutes it was two Frank minutes. doesn't even know what, te- what 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 neighborhood he's in what are you talking about he's fine
3: <laughs> Frank thinks he lives in. <laughs> no, Frank knows he lives in West Palm now yeah he knows West Palm <laughs> he, no West no Palm.
2: no you don't know
4: that yeah might, he might he might be in Boca yeah you no, don't know he it. Hollywood know. maybe yeah. he's in Hollywood yeah maybe he's, he's a, in, in know, Delray man. Beach maybe he's in Delray Beach. You never
2: – Jupiter? I don't know. Maybe he's in Jupiter. Bring Frank off. was no, – was, no, was, was he born – was he born – he he didn't grow up there. He was born in the Bronx, the Bronx. and then he thought it was Harlem, Harlem or something like that? No, no, no. Or no. vice he, versa? He,
4: he grew up in – he grew up in Brooklyn, born in – I mean, the Bronx, born in the Bronx, grew up in the Bronx, but somehow
2: it became I mean,
3: Harlem. Harlem. Maybe, is maybe he grew up in the Harlem part of the Bronx. Huh? Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Tim Legler was on first take yesterday. Also on this Just In, by the way, 2 p.m. Eastern, ESPN, hands most. And he said the following about James Harden's championship
5: ability. Listen to this. I don't think you win a championship with James Harden. It's that simple. I just don't think you do. When, when you look at star, true star players around the NBA, and I'm not saying that James Harden's not a star, clearly. He's been an MVP in this league, statistical domination for, for a decade. When you look at star players though, right, there's a couple things that most of those guys will be able to do that James Harden has shown repeatedly he can't. And, and here's the first thing. Star player's floor on a given night yeah. can't be what James Harden's floor is. Mm-hmm. Okay. My point being, if you're a 23- to 25-point guy, right, that's who you are, you might have a rough shooting night in a playoff game or a big spot or it's game five and it's 2-2, but you're going to find a way to get to 20, you know, because you get to the line, you're still making plays. Maybe that's a night you get 8-10 assists, whatever it may be. When James Harden hits the floor, it's a six-point night with six turnovers and disappears in the fourth quarter of games where he doesn't want any part of that moment. You can't overcome it because he's got the ball the whole game.
2: So mm. Okay, look, Tim. Look, even Harden in his prime <laughs> seemed to struggle in the biggest Damn. moments. But I will say this, guys, when Harden was in his prime, he got you closer to a championship than you should have been. Like the Rockets should not have gotten that close to a championship given their roster when the Warriors had K D. They they went down to the wire and Chris Paul missed game seven. That was still at Houston. But that's not the same James Harden anymore. And even then the big moment seemed a bit much for him, even if he could get you to the big moment.
3: See, I don't think James Harden could be your, your second volume shooter on the team. Right? Like, obviously, you have Joel Embiid. Like, in, in a perfect world, if, if the evolution of Tyrese Maxey could occur, I would love for him to be the guy that gets the second most shots on the team. And then James Harden becomes more the distributor. The, the issue is, though, when you're paying him a certain type of price, that price warrants you being a superstar at this level, and and that's the kind of deal that he's taken or that he's looking for as it relates to the 76ers, and I don't think he's that type of player anymore. I think he needs to be the third player on a championship team. He's the conductor game. of the yes. offense, and the yes. other problem
2: with Harden is if he's like people say, oh, what if he went to the Lakers? The thing about Harden is if he's the best shooter, the best high-usage guy you have, who's who among the high-usage guys you have, if he's the best shooter, the problem is he's going to be taking the big shot,
3: and that's not what you want. You want another dude on the team who could shoot it like him. Can I give you guys an alternative point here? Yeah. So if – and this is where I think Daryl Morey ultimately has leverage at this stage of James Harden's career. So if I'm Raphael Stone, if I'm the GM of the Houston Rockets, I know Tim Fertitta, the owner, supposedly loves James. They want James to come back. But I am really asking myself this question. If the average age of my team is 20 years old, and I have Jalen Green who – when he has the keys to this car, he's, he's going to be a superstar. I think he's super talented. I have Kevin Porter, 23 years old. I have Jabari Smith, Jr., 20 years old. Kenya Martin, Jr., 22 years old. I have Josh Christopher, 21 years old. I have incoming rookies, Amon Thompson, 20 years old. Cam Whitmore, 18 years old. We always talk about the most important thing for a young team is to have a big brother, a guy that you can say, hey, that's what a pro looks like. I want to follow that guy in every aspect of the game. At this stage of his career, is James Harden ready to be that as your max player to this young core? Are you going to entrust James Harden with this young core and say, come on, young guys, follow me. Let me show you the way to do it. At this stage, like, I would question that if I were Raphael Stone. So if I'm looking at that Daryl Morey, I'm thinking, that okay, if I can get him on a shorter-term deal, you know, money is going to take, but a lesser deal, I think you're going to get him for what you want. You know, it's okay
4: for a veteran player to go with young guys depending on what your goals are. If your goals are I'm going to get the money and I don't care about the championship and I just want to play basketball, that's okay. The problem that I have in these situations is sometimes you can get a little delusional about the possibilities on the court. What I mean by that is you think it's going to go a certain way, and now it does not go that way. Your frustrations settle in, and you don't become the big brother, the locker room guy that they anticipated you was going to be. Because now you're frustrated Mm -hmm. that you're not winning. You're watching all the other boys of yours win games, and you stuck over here for the money. See, for me, that's what I fear for James Harden going back to Houston. Because you go back to Houston, you're not winning a championship. Okay, you're going for the money. And if you're going for the money, you must understand that you're going to have some rough times, and it's not going to go smooth. This isn't a young, flying OKC team. There's no Kevin Durant and Westbrook's on this type of team. So you're not going to win at the high clip that you think
2: you are. Just chasing the money. Mm -hmm. Where he is now, Joel Embiid is playing at historically great levels right now. Like, very few have reached the level Embiid is playing on both ends of the court right now. And remember, Jimmy Butler, that was Embiid's guy and and sort of mentor or big brother figure. He goes to Miami. They wind up in the finals every time you turn around, right? Listen to Legs talk about Embiid's body language around James Harden. Listen to this one, guys.
5: But I don't think ultimately you win with that pairing. Mm-hmm. And Joel Embiid's body language shows it. Every time James Harden looks like that. Now Embiid's shoulders drop. Oh, yeah. yep. Timeout on a 6-0 run coming off the court. Now nobody in that team believes Because Embiid doesn't believe anymore because he knows that he is not going to turn this night around. He's seen it too many times. He saw the same thing with Ben Simmons. Now he's singing again with James Harden, and that's why I just don't think he is the answer ultimately.
4: Well, that's correct in terms of legs and body language. Body language is extremely important in sports with your teammates. If you look up, people always ask me about quarterbacks. I can tell you being in the huddle with certain quarterbacks, it's like, we ain't got a chance, man. Mm -hmm. I can just look at this dude when he gets in the huddle, how he spits out the play call. You know? <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. No, I know you and are. You it, in the huddle. It you, you in a, a huddle. You're like, come yeah, on, man. you can y'all have got a to demoralizing effect <laughs> on the team. Man, you got yeah. this dude in the damn huddle with me? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you don't get him out of here acting scared.
2: But you know who yeah. Legs brings up there? Ben Simmons. If if you start to notice Embiid's body language, language around Harden resembling his body language around what it was around Ben Simmons, that's a problem.
3: That's but a see, problem. So similar to what happened when Phoenix lost cp3 you saw the ball in the hands of devin booker right you saw a different devin booker yeah you saw the playbook open up you saw the pace of the game open up all of a sudden you're like whoa hold on a second this could look different my maxi yeah yeah, exactly where i'm going so like if james harden is a volume dribbler like i got the ball in my hands like like, what's that game look like with Tyrese Maxey, the ball in his hands? But the, is that going to open up the system more?
2: The flip of that, Jay, is the difficulty in the NBA is the way things are structured with the salary cap and all this. What's funny, Key? No, Frank, go look, keep talking. Frank don't is let me side check. No, don't the, the don't way, let me side-track. the way, The way the salary cap is set up is if you already have a player and you let him walk, you may be up against the cap already. You can't just replace him with another player. So, I agree with you, but the, 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 the position they're stuck in, it seems, is either we lose James Harden and don't really get anything back, and he is a valuable player,
3: or since he's already here, we keep him. I would change his role. I would say, yo, you want to come back for X amount of money? Like, let's figure that out. I'm going to change your role. I'm going to play you more off-ball. I'm going to need, need the ball and Tyrese Maxey. He can certainly hands. score. Like, and I need, I need you to be more of a spot-up shooter. The problem is, does that warrant the price that you're going to pay?
2: We know about Harden, you know, and Kyrie for that matter, but with some of the, what are some of the other names you should be paying attention to as free agency approaches? 888-SAY-ESPN. seven two nine three seven seven six. Oh, look at this. Clipper Darrow wants in on this, yeah, too. Holly- holly- not Frank from the West Palm. Frank from West Palm wants to clear the air. I want to hear what it's this 3 is 3 o'clock about. in the morning on the West Coast. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, do it. Well, we'll do it when we come back. Yeah. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN else they Radio. do
6: to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp slash unsportsmanlike We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta
2: by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot
1: waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. g J-WILL, and Max, the podcast.
2: 888-SAY-ESPN, 729 KJM presented by Progressive Insurance. We're going to get to the other names you should be paying attention to. As we get closer to free agency, let's take some calls. Though Clipper Darrell has something to tell us. What's up, Clipper Darrell? You know, I gotta let you know. I hate you,
7: Max. I'm telling Marcellus. Need, <laughs> I need Marcellus with me right now. Hmm. Keyshawn, you, you. I hate you too because you're you're off my top five receivers. Ooh. Okay. <laughs>
8: Jay
2: brother. Will, up, I baby? love you, baby. What up, I love baby? You, Jay Will. What up, baby?
4: <laughs> What's going
7: on, D? I love Jay Will. That,
2: that means you had to say something good about the Clippers at some point.
4: Why, why are you up at three a.m. in the morning, though? You either coming in from the club. Why, why are you up at three harassing us?
2: Because,
7: cause I, I actually I enjoy you guys. I Man, I've been I've been enjoying Max. since he was on seven ten out here.
2: So, hey, Clipper Darrow, you know, who was the one? Who was the one on seven ten back in the day when Sterling still owned the team? Where I said, you know what? They ought to put Clipper Darrow on payroll. Give him six figures. You remember that? I remember that. See, I look at that. that Who's that, trying to man? get you paid, Clipper Darrell? And off. you have the nerve <laughs> well, to call well, well, in. Well, well, I, I,
4: I hate to burst your bubble, Max. Everybody in LA was screaming and telling Donald Sterling to pay. Clipper. Not on the
2: radio. Not on, <laughs> not
4: the, not the, on radio. the radio. <laughs> not not, on, the radio. <laughs> not on the radio. everybody was telling this to pay Clipper Guys, What's up, man? What, 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 what you call in to talk about? Uh, what's going on with your squad, hey. man? What moves y'all making? What y'all doing? Can you? Can you just, you know,
7: give us a chance, man? You know, we had injuries this year, okay? Yo, I have was injuries, in, injuries every year. year. Come on now. Okay. Can you show us a little love? See, when LeBron go out, When LeBron, hey, if you notice how LeBron changed the thing, he told everybody he's, re- he's retiring, right? And nobody talked about that. He got swept in the Western Conference Finals.
9: There's
2: Clipper nothing Darryl. to talk about. Clipper y'all, wasn't,
4: y'all wasn't in the Western Conference
7: final. Clipper
2: Darrell, when you signed Kawhi, I was on TV talking about the Clippers are going to win the championship. You weren't hurt that yeah. year. You get it's in the bubble. You're hitting the side of the backboard in the fourth quarter in game seven. <laughs> you you blow a 3 1 lead. What do you want me to do? The Lakers won it that year. You had the shot, and then since then it's always an excuse. The injured the, the, the franchise is is, you know, snake bit. It's jinxed. It's not my fault.
7: You know what, honestly, guys, though, man, I can tell you, though, I was hearing it from Jerry West. Jerry West said, I think the Clippers are cursed. <laughs> when Jerry West said it, and he had been building this team up, man, I got kind of nervous, man. But I, I still believe, I still believe we could, we got a championship in this, though. What would the I really world
2: be do? without Clipper Darrell believing in the Clippers? Well,
4: you, you guys are getting a new stadium right down the street from the Great Western Forum, so that'll... Mm-hmm. Certainly, rub off and help y'all at yeah. least make it to the conference final. Well, that's Darryl, well back
3: Darryl's in right now, right, where it belongs. Darryl's happy right now. Kawhi yeah. Leonard's healthy. He's that's happy. right. Exactly. Got For now, us, what, exactly. five minutes of that, so enjoy it.
2: <laughs> Yo, All right, Clipper right. Darryl, ladies hey, and hey, gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey yeah.
7: you need Kawhi alone, okay? You and Stephen A. always rest. I, That's why I call We're him Stephen A, Stephen, A, Stephen A. Leonard. Because
3: because Stephen A. He takes, he, takes he takes off too. <laughs> Stephen A takes off a lot too. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Daryl, you're you swimming hard today, Daryl. All right. You're swimming hard today.
2: Clipper Daryl, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Clipper Daryl. It's good He's to hear from you. However, Frank from West Palm has been waiting on the line. And what do you want to clear the air about, Frank from West Palm? I have to tell you
9: i I'm really I get embarrassed every time I hear you guys talk. You can tell I'm a loyal, loyal listener. Mm-hmm. that being said now this this I've got from my older brother and sister, my mom and dad mm-hmm. were born and raised in Harlem all right I guess that's where I'm getting my i see oh my okay. uh my uh,
3: thing screwed up,
2: and they went across I, the river uh, at some point, and there were then you were born.
3: It was like a twenty-three and me was done, and he found out he was from Harlem instead of the Bronx. Well, I just you know <laughs> I, like, I heard
9: so many stories about <laughs> Harlem, and that's you know, and my dad was a cop, and he was the head of the homicide squad in the in the, gotcha. in, the in the Harlem. Gotcha. So I, I I get that anyway. Like well, I have this is a question I have, and I really got to get this off my chest. The players, the great players. And you are showing my age with the great players from the '60s, '70s, and '80s. I think, I firmly believe that those guys can play today. What do you guys say?
2: If they were coming up today,
4: I, you, I would think. I would think yes, they could. They, they answer your question, Frank. Yes, their skill sets will be fine-tuned to today's right. era, where you know you shoot a basketball back then, or cut your football back then, or run the ball, whatever the case is. If you're doing it in today's era, you're learning everything.
3: But if we were dropping, I mean, he gave multiple years. He set in 60s, 70s, and 80s, different, right? But if we were to drop just those, like, 60s to 70s in today's game. They would be drowned. I would say less than, like, 3%. Yeah, but you, but But, what, but uh, no, no, I, I know, I'm just, I'm, I'm not practicing exercise. Obviously, I know if they you're, were raising today, you're addressing today, what right? you're addressing. Your skill set would be different, but if we were to take them right from then you know, and job, put them yeah. in today's game. Oh, yeah, but here's what people here's what I know, I know. It's not. I know it's not. I'm just here's what older people
4: of. can. Yeah, that's what I said. You, you gave a percent, like, like a three percent. This is what older people have to
2: understand. No one even debates that anymore. No, like, in, when I was a kid, people would say, oh, this one would have done great today. And, they, like, the old-timers were really thinking that the players from 50 years ago were going to succeed. No one thinks that anymore. What people have realized over time is, of course, they wouldn't be able to compete, almost all of them. But if they were coming up today with nutrition and other things yeah, and training, yeah. then a lot of
4: them instead, would. Instead of... Jack Daniels and cigarettes at halftime.
2: Right. P.E.D.s instead of uh, Jack Daniels and cigarettes. <laughs> Here, I'd at say, halftime. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: Here, it's halftime. Uh, We're down by 12.
3: You want to smoke? smoke? Yeah, take right. Smoke. do it. <laughs> 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 Give him a cup of Joe and a cigarette. I'm disappointing yeah. you. Why is that? Because you didn't confirm with Frank. You had one job. and see if he was actually from West Palm or not. Hey, Frank. Is he still with us? Oh Oh, boy, wait a second, now you got me. Are you you sure that I'm from West Palm,
9: No, 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 wait, now you got me, because listen to this, I lived in West Palm Beach for 30 years, I live in Vero Beach, which is 70 miles north of West Palm, and the reason I say West Palm is because people know
2: where it's at. See, I, I, the Bronx that's and that's Harlem that's are at least good. separated uh, by Frank, a tiny I little river. Told. I knew, I knew it. You're 70 I, 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 I miles? I, you can't, can't say something that's 70 uh, miles. You can say 20 miles, seven miles. I, I, miles okay? 70, 70 on, is a different, Frank, different I, city.
3: I, I'm starting to question everything you say now, Frank. <laughs> How I, far is Philly from I, New York? It's not much more 70 than 70. We just said Sacramento from San Francisco. 70,
2: 80 miles. What are we talking about?
0: Oh, Frank,
9: I knew it. Oh, uh, yeah, you guys see, but at least you can tell I'm honest anyway. I
3: knew. We have to question you to be it. honest, though, Frank. I don't know. That's why I said <laughs> it. I <knew> you. I'm <laughs> like, nah, I know
4: West Palm <laughs> Beach. He's uh, from somewhere in Hollywood. Beach. Yeah, yeah. He's somewhere yeah. Jupiter. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean,
3: God. got to start reading the fine print with some of our callers, oh, man. God. All right. Um, How are you going to transition off that? I don't know. (laughs) 888-SAY-ESPN,
2: 729-3776. We were talking about James Harden in the previous segment and uh, what his market might be. Same thing for Kyrie Irving, right? In order to get paid, you need more than one bidder. Jay, you're arguing that Philly, Daryl Morey will know that there's not actually a robust market for James Harden and then therefore may be able to get him at a discount. You like that idea if he's off ball. What about a team like... Portland, who's looking for help for Damian Lillard. Once you, I once you have the idea See, that you're going to move Harden off ball, they just
4: had that and probably better in CJ. They just had that. Why are you going back to that? Y- you're meta? rebuilding. Well, if,
3: you're, you're, if you go, yeah, if you're rebuilding. You're, you're not getting old. Back- I'm not in a long okay, deal. Can I but, just say any any reasonable, practical GM out there? Yeah. If you're thinking about adding James Harden to your roster, mm-hmm. right? First off, does it fit cap space for what the money is going to want? And then secondly, like, is this the type of leader I want to be around my young core? Like it's a legit question. Like if my young core is entering that next phase yeah, of the career, no. we're no. learning yeah. about team ownership, accountability, leadership, all these different things, do I want do I want James Harden to be a major influence in that locker room well, on a day to day basis? Harden
2: is Harden is still in many respects a great player. But you can see he's not in the best shape he could possibly be, and you can see it. Like, he, he knows the game at a level now where it's like the curse of the gifted. You don't he, he has it down to where he doesn't need to get himself into know. tip-top shape I, I, in order maybe, to be effective. Maybe he
3: could. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm I think different because
4: when I watch him drop 50 on Boston and carry them in that game, it makes me say, well, he can do it. Here and there, he does. But wait,
3: it. But, he, he has to do it that way, though, where the ball's in his hands and the whole offense is built around him. Right. So, like, it's the way he did it. Right? I understand, but like that, goes, he came out as a six man. I mean, he was a six why man coming saying, up. I keep saying I think he's better off the ball. Like, I think he would thrive off the ball. Put the ball in Tyrese Maxey's hands. Build the offense around him. Let him be an additive like player. Jay going after the Philly job already. Got
2: or, but, or something like what Steph or Dre do, right? Like uh, he's on. Unit by, by the way, it worked with that, Chris
3: Paul. Great. It really works work with Chris Paul. It's gonna have to work with Chris Paul. Who no, I'm saying the, when when Harden and Chris oh, Paul Chris Chris were in Houston, Houston. Was in Houston. that oh, was a Houston, problem because
2: yeah. they could both play That's on true. and off. Will Lakers fans be okay with them not signing a big name free agent? Eight 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 say ESPN.
10: Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out electric e bikes today. The number one selling e bike in America.
2: huge Bobby day Curry for the Lakers in for their future so the Lakers could potentially create I'm quoting somebody here I'll tell you who in a second who am I quoting here no no Bobby marks I'm quoting Bobby marks our very own Bobby marks former Nets executive current ESPN front office insider Lakers could potentially Potentially create roughly $17 million in room if they let Malik Beasley, Mo Bamba, and D'Angelo Russell go. Bye. So they would save more money than that, but I guess this is $17 million in room under the cap because, you know, teams can grandfather in stuff that lets them bust through the cap. The Lakers have announced that they've officially extended qualifying offers to Rui Hachimura and Austin Reeves. Both are now restricted free agents, so the Lakers have the right to match any offer they get. Here's Rob Polinka, Lakers GM, on his desire to keep the core together. Listen to this.
4: We want to try our hardest to keep this core of guys together and also improve um, around the edges and on the margins to not only get back to where we were last year, but hopefully take the next step, um, get into the NBA Finals. There's a lot of parity in the league right now, and everyone <laughs> smells an opportunity to, to chase the championship, but... Uh, We're going to try our best to stay in that pack or at the head of that pack.
2: You know what the problem is to me, guys, for the Lakers right now? Look, anything could happen. You know, Jokic or Murray could get compromised physically somehow even if they don't miss time. And the Lakers maybe could get over the top. But the difference now for the Lakers is if you had LeBron James, you had a strategic advantage against anyone. He was just better than everyone. But that's Jokic now. Jokic better than LeBron. And so if Jamal Murray shows up big in the playoffs as he does. I don't think you just need to improve on the margins. I think you need to be – you need the rest of your team to be better than the rest of the Nuggets team. Like, I know they were in every game and they just kind of threw it together at the trade deadline, but they did get swept. Nuggets are very, very good. So what are you suggesting? I think they need to figure out a way to get – it doesn't have to be a max contract type guy, but it's got to be a special kind of player who can elevate under pressure, it's got to be someone you go, oh, wait a minute, that makes a lot of sense. Not just, hey, we keep this core, and we add a little piece over here to get over the I, top. I think,
4: I think you keep the core. Who's which, the core? I was about to say, which is LeBron, AD, Austin Reeves, Moore. Mm-hmm. That's the core. Now you go out there, and you don't have to get a Kyrie or a James Harden, but you get something close enough. To the point where they could score, defend. Then you get the rest of the pieces to put around them. Because even though they were swept, even though they were swept. They were in every game. They were in every single game. Yep. With a team that was put together late. It wasn't a team that started off in October together. hmm uh-huh. So, to me, I value that. And I think they value that. This is why Rob is saying what he's saying. Well, so, I mean – but
3: I don't know the P- players that's out there that I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, it's all good. I mean, that's why I'm here for the and most Van- part. And Vanderbilt's it- good. Like, you have some pieces like, that – So, like, if, if this thing starts to get a little bit of out of – like, what is your comfort level with Austin Reeves? Paying it's, a million. Because well, everybody keeps saying – like, you know, when you go on TV and people say, well, I'm doing whatever it takes to bring back Austin Reeves and Rui. I'm like, what does that actually mean? Because everybody, like, you have this hard cap now. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about the second apron. So if he's a restrictive free agent, they can match any offer. But yeah. if somebody were to come and throw $130 million at him for four, five years, you are going to do that? I'm are you going to overextend yourself for 30? I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to cap it
4: out at 100
2: 25 a year over four years. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds, to, that sounds like the number, right?
4: Yeah, I'm probably capping so it out between, at So then
3: between Braun, AD, and then that, I mean, you're, you're pushing – you're, depending upon what you get Rui for. So then your your margins are, then become conversations around guys like Javon Carter. Now, nobody's going to know who that name is, but like he shot over 40% from the three-point line and over 45% from the field and is a great defender. You have to start replacing guys like Dennis Schroeder, right? Like You have to look at guys like Josh Richardson, like who is a decent three-point shooter but can kind of be a glue guy like a KCP, but essentially who played for Denver, who played a critical role. But essentially what you're saying is then with that core, those four, that you feel like that four is good enough to go against the Denver's four with the margins.
2: Here's the problem. The team that looks like the magnet for those players who are ring chasing, and it's all over media now, right, is the Suns. If you're a player, you want to chip up, and you're they like, They need Ooh. the margins. Because, and also, they have the minutes to give you, because they their minutes are taken up if they move DeAndre Ayton. They only got three starters, really. so They're not so, going to move Ayton. But if they do, I think there's a ch- good chance that they do. However, they're posturing now. You can full, fill out the roster. If you're the Suns, I- and you move Ayton, and you get... T- two to three rotation pieces now it not all of them may be starters if you're a guy who's been hanging around and you're good but I and know you've you made your money
3: you might want to go there instead of the Lakers I don't think there's I don't think there's a market for Aiden I want to turn the conversation to Aiden Yeah yeah I just don't think that market for Aiden is Okay what well, let's say Aiden's on the is. team
2: let's say it's a, there's still a lot of minutes to go around on the Phoenix yeah, Suns agreed. right yeah. even if Aiden's on the team so the type of players who used to look at a LeBron team and go I'm going to go to that you know they need some depth Oh, I'm going to get you, some but, run but
4: but but you you are not factoring in the fact that again, and Jake's gonna hate this, it's still the Lakers, dog. Yeah, no you doubt. Know, that's I a, that, that's a bit so, of a magnet. So, 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 no doubt. Yeah, they, you know the dudes, Jay. You know how it I is. It's still it's and there's a certain recruiting method that the LeBron James
0: crew
2: puts together to get what they need from certain guys. I'm not arguing that you're right. They will be able to attract some but I'm just saying there is more competition for that type of player who the, who a LeBron team would usually ooh they could fill out oh they got him really on the cheap that dude might want to go to Phoenix. If you now. just
4: think, but uh, that, and that's, that may be true. Which is kind but of close you, to L.A. too. You still yeah, get, it ain't the same. Don't dare, don't you dare. No, no, I'm not saying. Might as well be like Frank and say the Bronx or West Palm Beach. Right <laughs> in Vero Beach. I'm not saying. I'm ah. not saying
2: it's the same. I'm saying if you need to get to L.A., it, yeah. it's a little puddle jump. No, jumper. I
4: get. It. I understand yeah. what you're saying, but Max, when you think about it, you look at that team that was in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Outside of LeBron and AD, you had. Some sprinkles around. It went on to win a championship. KCP. You had sprinkles around. And I think they still, with the four core guys, they can get some sprinkles around them. Because Austin Reeves is really good, man. Yeah. Oh, he's a really good basketball yeah, player. Yeah, two-way player. You, you, you,
3: well, you do need some pieces, though, defensively, though, as well. Like some stoppers on the perimeter.
2: It would well, If yeah. they got either. You need, and you need shooting. If they got a guard.
3: Who like could Seth
2: create off the dribble or not both, but or a legit three and D guy for the starting lineup. Like if, the, if you just slid a legit three and D guy legit into the starting lineup, you'd look at the Lakers and be like, OK, they, they, they can go.
4: Are they still or is 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 uh, Draymond Green off the is he off the board?
3: I mean, if if, if Dre if is going for twenty five, thirty million a year, he's, he's not on the board. But for me. I don't
4: know, I don't know, I don't know what they're. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a different conversation because of the relationship that someone has with Draymond that those numbers might be a certain way. <laughs> you know,
3: just. <laughs> I mean, well, that certain person has relationships with Fred Van Bleed as well. I mean, Jay. Clutch represents everybody right now. It feels like in free agency.
2: Lance, Lance is in Baltimore. He's originally from New York, and he's a little upset at you. I mean, yeah, Lance, okay, what's your beef with
3: Jay? Boston, Boss Baltimore. What
2: are I, you I, I,
8: listen, I'm, I'm beside myself. I literally have, have, I've exited my body, and I'm standing next to myself <laughs> with oh, Jay no, Will because bad. he said something, and I, I, you know, I'll paraphrase. He said that 3% of the players from the 60s, 70s and 80s. <laughs> no, 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 nope, nope. No. See, you miss her
3: Lance. Currently today, Something I said, like that or I like said no, three, I didn't only say only from three of them can seven, hang? Nope. I I said from the 60s from the 60s i didn't say 70s and 80s i specifically said the 60s
2: and he's saying if they they know nothing about today's game you just pluck them out from of the, the 60s, 60s and, and you
3: drop you know, them in
2: but what know. do you think it would be in the 80s lance if you just you, like i I'm, you can't train today. Yeah, they haven't you just the pluck them out of 1985 and drop them in today what would how what percentage would be playing the nba
8: well they certainly wouldn't be they they wouldn't like not make it back on the other end of the court cuz they claim that they
2: got hit in the '80s, people weren't playing defense in the early '80s. No, that's not what the, he said. The
4: game was, the game he, he, he was legislated said differently. The game
3: back. was he way said, different. I'm said, with you, Lance.
4: He, what he's saying is, you know, it would be so rough that they wouldn't get back down on the yeah. other end. Hold
3: on, Lance. So let me ask you: If you were, because I, I think you misheard Fouled me, five you, you, you may be close to agree with me. If you were, what percentage of players in the '60s? In the sixties, if you were to drop with their skill set in the sixties in today's game in two thousand and twenty three, what percent do you think will play in the league?
8: seventy percent.
3: Seventy percent? No, that's 70%. not correct. Lance
8: what? So, so consider this. They in the sixties, they spent all four years in college refining their game. Yeah,
2: but what right was the game, France? Lance?
8: The game was, was not there as, were as guys advanced. In the sixties that played other sports. There were some guys that played basketball that really played football, too. You know what I mean? So you have guys now that are pure basketball players. Yes. Right? But you just had general athletes.
3: That's what. That's my point, though. Lance, yeah, you're making was, my point, bro. That was
8: our whole conversation. You're making my Jay point.
2: is saying, and Jay and Kier, and I am all saying that if you took them, dropped them today, and they went, and, and they went and trained for a little while, doing what the athletes do today, picked up some things, they'd be fine. But that's not what Jay yeah, said. Jay's like, you just pluck them out and just drop them no, into today's game. No,
4: they would get run out of the building. At, if, right, if, of course. If, if you took the same. Metrics and skill set, and what they did in, those, in that day and air, and you tried to drop, they, it no, wouldn't, they, they wouldn't get they right. yeah, it. But, be but
2: ins- if you took them and, and raised them up, or, or they yeah. trained today, then in yeah. different stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. Different yes. yeah, absolutely. 100%. My turn to upset football fans, guys. Oh, no. I'm going to give you my top five NFL fan bases KJM.
0: Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive
10: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: G-Shawn, J. Will, and Max: The podcast from the top five NFL quarterbacks.
2: Prescott has had a fantastic. Windows, my
1: whole career. You want to win the Super Bowl? To the top five NFL fan bases. We're ranking the top of everything in the NFL. This is ESPN Radio's them. the top five fan bases.
2: Keyshawn, J. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, ESPN Radio, SiriusXM XM, Channel 80, ESPN2, the ESPN app. All right, guys. This is my top five fan bases in the NFL. Here's the criteria. Okay. Whatever I decide I want to use. To, for, to get the result I want. Ready?
3: Uh, I, I wonder, can I ask just yes. an open and honest question? Good. Have you been to any of these arenas? So yes. But,
2: <laughs> yes, but not all of them. <laughs> yes, but not all of them. All right, ready?
3: I
1: number five. House,
2: okay. At number five. <laughs> all right. The Kansas City Chiefs. Because right. these things are not set in stone, these things change over time. Arrowhead's the, maybe the loudest we got, right, in the NFL. And they've had so much success recently. What is it, Key? I, I, I no, I, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, I just, okay. That's number five. By the way. Number four. very own James Steele was you from. You his last name? <laughs> I, I forgot for is a second. still
5: with us? He's
2: from, God, what is he? From, like, from like Pittsburgh, but was, was somehow a Kansas City fan. Right. Well, it's only 70 four.
1: miles
3: from, from Pittsburgh. That's, that's right, why. only
2: 70 miles, exactly. <laughs> it's basically right outside of Pittsburgh. All right, at number four, the Buffalo Bills. Bills Mafia, not only, uh, listen, that is a town, and, and this is true, I think, of certain NFL fan bases. When that's the only show in town, you have a different level of, of fan, right? The, the, the yeah. depth that the fan is into them, okay? At number three. Number three. The Green Bay Packers. The Packers quiet the Packers are actually America's team. They're the one there's an old expression in advertising. Yeah, but does it play in Peoria? Because right in that neck of the woods was supposed to be the kind of demographic that showed you would hit the middle of the country. That's the Packers. That's this is the team of Vince Lombardi of all the championships of then Favre and Rodgers before them Bart Starr. The Packers are really in fact what the Cowboys try to be. Peoria, Illinois, right? Yes, but it's the same neck of the woods. Yeah, no, Look, I just At number two, number two, you realize the Chicago Bears have won one Super Bowl in their entire existence, (laughs) one in their existence. That was in 1985, It's almost 40 years, and they still care more about the Bears than about every other team they got in that town combined, including the Bulls that have won six champions, had two different three-peats, and at number one,
1: number one,
2: not the Dallas Cowboys, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers fan. Steelers have so. Much. When I was a little little kid and the Giants were no good, I was a Steelers fan. This country was divided into Cowboys and Steelers fans. <clears throat> Cowboys fans, if you didn't have a soul. Steelers fans, if you like football. So that's it. And if you want to know where the Eagles or the Cowboys are, I hate the Eagles and the Cowboys. I'm not going to put those fan bases on my top five. Go ahead, have at it. So what qualifies these? These I, five. What, I told you. I'm, my criteria is... <laughs> no, but is, I, need, I need your criteria. Okay, Max. I, want, you can't just I say, want hardcore fans who support the team uh, no matter what. But also, you have to have a recency bias because the more success your team has, like, it's, nothing is fixed. If you have 10 years of success like the Chiefs at this point, <laughs> mm-hmm. right, you're going to grow your fan base.
3: I have one for you. How can Cleveland not be on the I list? thought of Cleveland. I thought of Cleveland, James. There are- Crazy about their football. Kansas
4: City is, is Kansas City is great. Great fan base for the Kansas City Chiefs. They win a lot of games. They're successful. They have
2: the loudest stadium.
4: That that's fine. The loudest stadium house built. It has nothing to do. It's, <laughs> it's built. No, it's built in the ground, so therefore yeah, yeah. it's a little bit yeah, yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. The noise rises. Don't you gotta oh, I'm you have, to juice you it have, a little bit. Know, oh, yeah. okay. So when you look I look at your list, Pittsburgh is number one. Mm-hmm. Two three three two. I'm fine with that. Right. But if you don't have the Raiders and the Cowboys, and here fans travel. Yep.
1: That's true. Pittsburgh
4: yeah. fans will sell out wherever they go on the road. Travel. The airports on a Friday or a Saturday, ridiculous with Steeler fans, ridiculous with Bear fans, ridiculous with Packer fans, Raider fans, cowboys. You just because you have this no, I'm not going to put Cowboys. Cowboys. You can't, no, you But that's you're no, not doing a list no, right not there. No, do it. Max? They're terrible people. Got to be objective. This qualifies you the from BIL- public life. The Bills fans are are strong
3: within this region. Okay, they I'm don't talking about like that. You're talking about like nationally. But, but when, when you, you talk, talk na- about fan base? Okay, okay, let, me answer, okay, answer, okay. Fan base? let me yeah. answer. And let me Let da- me answer those Hold oh, on. What
4: the Dallas Cowboys? All over the world. I agree.
2: Not just Texas. Raider fans, half of the world. I'm just saying. I agree. Let me address both Cowboys fans. Most of them fake fans. They're all over Does the world, it? but they don't really care. That's number one. That's not number two. True. Here's my issue with the Raiders. Okay, okay. tell me. What they is? have not supported the team as much as people say they love the Raiders. And in L.A., the Raiders are like still like what would you say the third biggest brand in sports, right? The Raiders. The, the L.A. fans still Raiders love the fans Raiders. Raiders. Raiders are bigger than the actual team. Who's, yeah, than the Rams and the, the team. Chargers. The yeah, out man, there. the Raiders are huge, but. When you get to the point where you have to keep moving because you can't not, get enough local support, that tells me something. Not, oh, stop, it's not. It's not really affect the
3: family. Eh? So.
2: No, it's could you not, imagine it's the not, Chicago that's Bears? We, move that's not. But that's well, not they how are
3: moving stadiums. It had nothing yeah, to in do in Chicago.
4: It had nothing to do with the fans as to why they they had the worst. The,
2: the A's are leaving the worst stadium. Mm. The worst. You let sit out in the seat and it breaks. Like, come on. Let me let me say <laughs> that of those three, the team that I would include and drop the Chiefs for would be. Actually, Cleveland would actually be the And Browns. then another one, Cleveland Browns, I appre- travel. travel. Yeah, I app- it's not just the tra- – I appreciate fans in Cleveland for the fact that when they lost the Browns, who hadn't won in a million years, like they haven't won a Super Bowl, they had a grassroots campaign that petitioned the league that got them to give them back a franchise called the Browns. That wasn't like – Astroturfing, like some big corporation made it seem like it. that was actually grassroots fans in the dog pound, right? Like going to the league. Those are real in, fans. And Philadelphia fans are crazy. Yeah, but I hate them. They're crazy. Yes, but I hate the Cowboys. No, but I'm teams. saying don't the don't say the team fans in the are NFC crazy.
3: East, you're just not. No. Be Max, prepared. who's That's your what? who's your favorite team again? Giants. All right, you're disqualified.
2: He does have a point. Yeah, I'm, uh, if, you, if an Eagles fan or Cowboys fan says they want to take yeah, the greatest all, go you ahead.
4: Can't you can't do that, Max? I'm, I,
2: you know what? I'm dropping the Chiefs. I'm putting on the I'm putting on the Browns. Putting on Cleveland.
3: You can't. You can't, can't just. You I can't, can't believe you said half the Cowboys fans don't have blue checks. They're, They're fake. Tonight. They're Come not on, man. confirmed. Lot, so many fake They're Cowboys bots. fans. You're calling half what, the Cowboys fans why cowboy fans fake?
2: Come on, man. They're all over the world. They don't really care. They don't really. They, oh, I'm a Cowboys fan, kind of, sort of.
10: Tater. Gay
1: ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.